Good evening and welcome. You're listening to Facts of Faith with me, Naya Lupondwana. We are together until 8 o'clock. Let's synchronize our watches. My time says it's 6 minutes after 7. It's yet another episode and the third in the series of conversations we've been having with three nations. Nothing peculiar about the nations. We just chose those three. Uh, But we have chosen those three because of, well, we have seen um, these nations participating in the subject of our discourse this evening. And we're talking about the unfortunate, the sad event of burying a royal, a king. And so we have thought perhaps these can give us some context, some perspective in order for us as a nation to understand what is so secretive about this. Now, I say this because I know for a fact that in the context of Amakosa, we haven't hidden much. Now, I need to make these things clear. When I say we, I'm talking as a Kosa-speaking Shubi. After the Mvegane uh, uh, Wars, I'm sure you remember, Amashubi, um, Amabele, Olamini, and so forth, we, we, we came and uh, we were assimilated to an extent, welcomed by Amakosa, and we now speak their language, the Kosa language. And so uh, when we speak about the royals of Amakosa, we have uh, a reverent, reverent, respect for the royals of Amakosa purely because they accepted and welcomed us. I do understand there had been some battles back and forth. Uh, We're not going to talk about that, but I do want you to understand why we revere Amakosa as the Shubi people and we speak their language. And so when we speak about Amakosa tonight, we're talking about a people that have not hidden much They have not kept much secret. They have been playing open cards. Granted, there had been things that we were not privy to as members of the public, but they have played open cards to the extent that two of the funerals that the Amakosa conducted of the royals of Amakosa were not secret at all. They were actually put out there in the public domain, and we have seen twice his Excellency, the President of the Republic then, and he then uh, came and did a eulogy for his father and himself and, no, did I say that himself? No, yeah, f- for the King then and his father to show and demonstrate that this was a public affair and the nation was made aware of what was happening and where the two royals were buried. Now, we are honored to have them come and speak to us and guide us on this process to educate us. Again, I do want to put it out there that we are going to be uh, told some point that we cannot tell you this, Naya, because you're commoners and so forth. We accept that. We are not royals, but we do accept that um, we have been given um, a prince to come and talk to us and guide us on this process so that as a nation, we know how the Kosa people do their interment of the royals. So I'm going to take a break and come back. When I come back, I'm going to introduce you to our guest for tonight. You're listening to Facts of Faith. My name is Nayer Lupondona. This is SAFM. Facts of Faith.
The views and ideas expressed in this program are views expressly of the people sharing them and not of the anchor or of that of this broadcaster. All persons, juristic or natural, are to be held responsible for their own representations offered on this program by their agents and not this corporation. Any and all consumption of our conversational substance is entirely at your own discretion. Please be advised that this program airs subject matter that has the potential to destabilize and challenge your intellectual equilibrium. If you are excitable, profound caution when consuming our subject matter is advised. Participation in this program is a voluntary enterprise and as such is expected to be considered and deliberated on. Kindly note that, just as the anchor is, all participants, guests and callers are encouraged to engage in this our freedom of expression and any of our civil liberties responsibly. Hashtag SAFM Facts of Faith Joining us now to walk us through this process of learning about Ahmad Khosa and how they bury the royals, we do have a South African prince, His Highness Prince Kandis Gao. Your Highness, good evening to you, and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Uh, evening, evening uh, to you and to your listeners. Well, we're going to begin our conversation first and foremost by um, appreciating the fact that you have agreed to come and talk to us. And uh, by the virtue of you coming to talk to us, we do hope that we will be getting the actual and the real thing. First and foremost, I would like to know, we have seen the funerals of our royals here in South Africa not being treated the same way. And by that, I mean the South African people have been given information about some royal funerals and some royal funerals, not so much. But in the context of your pedigree, we have seen two royals that have been given a state funeral, a state Mm. funeral. And we have appreciated being chaperoned by the Xhosa people to witness how the Kosa do their thing to the extent that we are now able to say at Nandu, great place, we know that that's where the, the kings are resting. Why Why is it that the Kosas seem to be playing open cards? Am I misreading this? Uh, firstly, we must uh, highlight that uh, we have uh, been swallowed in some of uh, the ways in which we used to do things. Uh, you would understand that uh, some of uh, the customs, uh, some of the traditions that we practice, you'll find that they move with time. Uh, they are not as rigid as they used to be, but be that as it may, we still continue to uphold dignity for those uh, whom I would say have passed on Ogani Abakota Mileyo Abogumgani No Gumgani Gaz. We do uh, our rituals, which I won't. Uh, open those cards now because they are a family affair. Uh, They are the basis of who we are. Uh, They can't be shared openly. I would call them a secret of the nation. Okay. So what exactly is the norm 
if you're suggesting that we have been stripped of our original customs, that to me implies that there are some customs that you would have preferred to see happening but are no longer practiced. Can you share with us what is it that has exactly been stripped away? There's nothing that has been stripped away. Uh, There's nothing that has been stripped away except to say we are a dynamic uh, community. As leaders, we are leading communities that are uh, adaptable to change, communities that want to do things differently. You would remember that in the olden days, a, 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 a person would pass on today, uh, tomorrow that person would be buried. Uh, coffins were not used, but today coffins are used. So I would say a number of things that you would see, for example, Muslim practicing, they are not different to the way in which we used to do things. I'm talking about now the norms, not necessarily to say we would... Uh, it would be a copy and paste of what they do. Mm. But a person would pass on today and latest uh, they are in the afternoon, if a person passes on in the morning, in the afternoon, uh, there will be a burial. Yeah. Some of our kings, you would understand that because of uh, the wars of resistance, most of them uh, were killed uh, by the, the, the colonialists. And uh, they wouldn't be given decent funeral as it is, or a modern funeral as it is the case uh, these days. Uh, the state wouldn't be involved involved because we were against, uh, you know, new governments, which we, we didn't know about. Kings and kingdoms were a state to their nation because they managed all their affairs without the interference of government. Uh, there was no uh, uh, money that was in circulation. Uh, there was no currency that was used at the time. People were living on livestock. They were tilling the land. So I would say there's a lot that has changed. Uh, we were not going to school, but these days we are attending schools, varsities and so forth. So in a nutshell, I would say because of modernity, there are certain cultural practices that has uh, that ha- that have uh, diminished in a way. Not to say we don't know how things used to be done, but you would find that even the nation that you lead would say, "How about us doing things in this manner?" So that is how I would uh, portray the situation as it stands. Okay. All right. Let's 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 go back, Your Highness, if you will, to the original and what should be. And perhaps if there is something that has been changed, you can inform us. What would be the normal, correct way of burying a king in the event, the sad event of a king passing away? What would be the correct way of burying the king? Uh, I wouldn't say it was uh, uh, correct or not correct, but I would talk about the norm. Okay. Wherein it used to be men only who would uh, firstly know where the king is buried. 
they would eat only men who would know where the grave is. Uh, women would know. Women would not even come closer to, to, to that grave. I'm talking now about way things that used to happen centuries back. And uh, secondly, as I had indicated, that you'll find that uh, with the Tosas especially, uh, during the years of uh, 1700, 1800, it's when we were really now trying to protect, you know, our territory, trying to protect the land. So there was no way now of a, 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 a nation that was seated idling, doing their own things, because there was interference from the Europeans, so to speak, or the foreigners, or the colonialists, uh, or the imperialists, whichever word you would use to them. So their interference made us not to continue doing things the way we used to do things. You would also remember that this interference enabled other nations or uh, 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 tribes to, to, to move away from the lands that they, they used to occupy. And they ended up occupying the area that used to be occupied by Cossacks. So due to intermarriages, influences of, uh, you know, uh, 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 cultural practices uh, that are copied from another tribe and so forth and so on, you'd find that now things are not done the way they used to be done. But going back to your question, I would put it in this manner of saying, a grave of a king would only be known by men. Okay, all right. Women wouldn't be allowed to go there. All right. But at a particular point in time, they would be given an opportunity to go, you know. So that used to happen at the time uh, things were done in that fashion. But you would understand, uh, 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 Naya, that... Uh, in 2005, for example, uh, no, around 2006, not 2005, because King Paul lives the past only in 2005. In 2006, we buried him in a normal way. Yes. And then uh, King Zolonga passed on in 2019. 19. And we buried him in a normal way. So there's nothing that uh, I would say uh, we didn't do right. And government didn't interfere. It is us who involved government to our affairs, not government posing their nose to our affairs. All right. Hold the thought, Your Highness. We're going to take a break and come back. When I come back, I'd like to take your calls. If you'd like to join the conversation, you're welcome to do so. And if you'd like to send your text messages and WhatsApp texts and voice notes, you're most welcome to do so. You're still listening to Facts of Faith. Naye Lupondwana on SAFM. We are in conversation with His Highness Prince Handy. So he's giving us some insights. He's guiding us on this path. And you are most welcome to join in the conversation. If you're one of those people who would like to join in the conversation, feel free to do so. Call us on the landline 011-714-2006. 011-714-2006. If you prefer to send a text message, send it to 413914 on WhatsApp, we can take your text and your voice note. Keep them brief. 0614-104-107. That's our WhatsApp line. 0614-104-107. We're also available on social media. 
both on Twitter and on Facebook. There you'll find us as at SFM Radio. And the hashtag, if you're on Twitter, is hashtag Facts of Faith. SFM Facts of Faith. Your Highness, thank you very much for sticking around. Now, you, you, you said something that I found rather peculiar and interesting and perhaps allow me to prod a bit. But if you rebuff that prod, I'll accept that. Uh, you, you said um, you buried the two royals in 2019 and, 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 and 16 in a no, no. normal way. Did I, did I understand you well? I, I, I would say in the manner in which funerals are held in the present uh, uh, day that uh, we, we talk of. Okay. All right. And, and the idea of doing it in the fashion that you, and you, you did it, is this acceptable in the Cossack custom? You would remember that uh, I indicated that we do have our own ritual, which yes, I won't come out and bear them out to everyone. They are a secret of the family and a secret of the nation. Those rituals, which do perform them. Then I was saying, when it comes now to um, a funeral, wherein the coffin will be put in front of uh, the monarch, that is what we do. As I have indicated that in 2006, we did that. You were there. Uh, I mean, sorry, uh, the country uh, saw it because it was live, uh, you know, on, on television. Same thing uh, uh, applied uh, or was applied in, in, 20, in 2019. So in a nutshell, we don't now normally say we have now to treat Ukukotama Kwekumgani differently. To how funerals are conducted by Isizwe. That is the way in which things are done. But yeah. at the back of uh, 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 the affairs in which uh, 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 we handle our matters, we would then perform those rituals, which yeah. I won't share with the public. One because of the- they don't, they are not for the public, they are for the family and they are the pillars of the nation. I understand, Your Highness. I understand. Yes. You also said something that I also I'd like to pursue just a bit. You said um, no one is supposed to know, very few people are supposed to know the burial place, the king's grave. But later on, women uh, are now permitted to go and see. Did I hear you correctly? Yes. What What I was saying is that there would be a particular period. Okay, let me start by saying women wouldn't be allowed. It's only men who would go. Right? Then after a particular period, women will be allowed and kids will be allowed. I have made an example of saying you must remember that we were at war. We were fighting. And I can rest assure you that we are the people of Imiti. Uh, we use our traditional medicines. That I can't run away from. Hence, we are Vagutetwa and Ugutagadwa. 
uve kuthethwa ngokomelezwa kwemikhosi those are uh, uh, the traditional medicines that we used to use which we have stopped using actually yeah. they are continuing uses those umuti hence you would hear of amagricha yeah. you would hear of uh, amakrele yeah uh, you know uh, uh, we do have those traditional uh, 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 I, I understand your highness yes. what i was trying to establish is how did this evolution happen this change from stopping women from participating now they are permitted how did that change happen who informed or what informed that evolution of cust- of custom I, and I, culture i i, I, I had indicated earlier that each and every custom is not static Things, or the way things were done, for example, in the 16th century, is no longer the way in which things are done in the 21st century. So we evolve with time. We can't run away with that. I understand, Your Highness. We evolve with time. Uh, Hence, even the houses in which we live are totally different to the houses that uh, we used to live uh, in uh, before. For example... We were living in mud houses recently, but now we are living in a brick and mortar. That's right. That's but right. But if you were to go back, we were living in totally different structures. I understand the change, Your Highness, and I, I don't so, dispute so in it. A nutshell, what I'm trying to say is that you look at your customs and you say, this one can't be changed. For example, we, stu- we still take our sons to the mountain. We haven't changed that one. It's continuing the way it used to be done. But you will find that those who are in, in an urban environment are doing things differently. Some take their sons to doctors. What I'm trying to establish, Your Highness, is when it changed, what caused? Was it a decision by the royal family? Was it a decision by the royal council? What what? caused the change from permitting things that were aforehand not permitted? What you must remember uh, is that uh, royalty or kingship or chieftainship or headmanship, whichever position you would call, it is not a position that takes decisions on its own. We are leaders of a community. Whatever we do, we consult Whatever changes that happen in a community, they are informed by the needs of the community at that particular point in time. So when the community or a nation says we need to change the way in which we do things, we can't be rigid because we are not the leaders of our own. We lead communities. We lead nations. So we can't just out of the blue uh, uh, speak our minds and the nation follows it doesn't work that way yeah okay and, and then we we had one of the questions that permeated throughout the kingdoms that we had invited here on the show and this question i'm going to put to you your your, your highness and again um, i want to offer you the opportunity to decline should you choose to do so and if you want to answer it would be most grateful if you would the question is about amafa Nangosi. This is a question that came up in the First Kingdom. It came up last week, uh, even though some w- questions were not answered, some were. And again, I would respect your decision to answer or not to answer. In this 
context of Amafanangosi. Do we still have that custom practiced in the Klosa um, royal family? Uh, I wouldn't uh, be at ease uh, to answer that. I wouldn't be at ease, but that terminology is still there. You do have people who would be referred to as Amafan and Ghost. Yes. I understand exactly what you are talking about, but I won't go deep to it because what I understand that you want to get uh, to is whether when a king passes on, someone uh, will be uh, killed, if we would use that word, before a king is buried. Uh, those I've heard about that, I've not seen it. I wouldn't say yes, it's still practice or no, it is not still practice. Okay. All right. So thank thank you very much, Johannes. So l- let's let's now get to the part of the burial site, the choice of the burial site. Who makes that decision? I understand you did say long time ago the the grave site would not be known but now it is made public in your context we are told the burial site is at nadu do kindly help us understand if this is still the case are we correctly informed to be told that our royals are buried at nadu even though uh, you had said um, long time ago we would not be privy to that information kindly confirm and clarify that point no uh, I, I must indicate to you that uh, we were at war and uh, the way in which uh, we attach our strength to those who have passed on the way we respect uh, bones of those who have departed the way we respect the spirit of the departed would inform some of the decisions that I've indicated to you that they were taken. Okay. And coming to the present day, it is the family that would decide where the burial site should be. Okay. All right. Okay. And when I talk of the family, I would talk of uh, the family working together with councillors of the royal family or councillors of the kingdom. Amapagat, so to speak. Amapagat or Gaga. People who will always be there. People who defend the kingdom. Yes. Uh, People who would see to it that the kingdom uh, move with time. People who would see to it that uh, the kingdom uh, is not a, a, a kingdom that is helpless. It is a kingdom that is exemplary, where uh, milk and honey would be uh, what uh, 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 that kingdom would be referred to. Uh, people who be fighting uh, to see a hungry nation, an uneducated nation, a nation that. Uh, doesn't have uh, uh, health facilities. So all the modern uh, 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 way of living, as you would see it when you are in Job, when you are in the rural villages, you wouldn't even see much difference. We do have electricity, as it is a situation in urban environment. We do have water, we do have clinics, we do have hospitals. So I would 
saying to you, we are also moving with time. Okay. Okay, that, that sheds some light uh, that the, the secrecy was because of preserving the integrity and the dignity of these bones. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant explanation there, Your Highness. It, it, it opened my eyes. Now, let's, let's talk about the amalgamation of two faith practices. For example, in the two royal uh, funerals we witnessed as a nation, there was the presence of Christian ministers there. Kindly explain what role the Christian ministers should or could or would even play. Why would there be a Christian minister in a Kosa ceremony? Uh, what I had indicated earlier is that we are not a static nation. Each and every person is allowed to associate himself or herself with the denomination that he or she feels does suit uh, his or her own interests. For example, we do have uh, traditional churches. We do have modern churches. So we are not living outside the communities we live missionaries when they got to our areas they would be accepted by kings they were welcomed by kings they were allocated land by kings so in a nutshell we are a a nation that uh, is not against christianity nor to say we are against those who would follow uh, muslim uh, you know faith or baha'i faith we are a community that is diverse. So we are not living outside. For example, in my family, we are followers of uh, uh, the Presbyterian Church and also uh, the, the Methodist Church. So we would have those uh, 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 bishops when we have a funeral. Not only when we have funerals, even when we are uh, joyful, uh, they would be there with us. Because they are part of us. Okay. All right. Um, we'll pick up from there, Your Highness. When we come back, I'll take a voice note, perhaps read a text or two, and then we pick up from where you left off on the very issue of the amalgamation of these two faith practices and denomes. It's very interesting that we'd see uh, the Presbyterian movement, uh, the the Methodist movement uh, coming into play in the Hossa faith practices uh, would pick up from there shortly after the standby. Hashtag SAFM Facts of Faith. We are in conversation with His Highness Kosa Prince Tandisigao. He is joining us for this hour to clarify a few things, and I'm ever grateful for, to him for enlightening us for this short space of time. He gave us his time. And so now we're going to pick up from where he left off. And I have noticed that you have sent some voice notes and some texts, perhaps uh, with the remaining time. Let me just go to a, a voice note. Let's go to the voice note first, and then I'll read a few WhatsApp texts. Go ahead. Uh, good evening, brother and I. There is no reason to, for us uh, black uh, or Africans to deviate from the ways, from our ways, how we do things. And say now we give an excuse of saying that we are going with we are moving with time. 
whilst they do their own ways in their own way in their own culture why us blacks now we just want to follow the white people we say we are moving with, with time muslims are not moving with time we just want publicity that is it mandulo when inkosi maikotama people are not even informed the the king was going to be buried people were informed after two weeks after the the king has already been buried now today just because as what the, the the prince is saying we are moving time people want publicity that is it thank you norman from brixton i don't know norman how you could know that but we'll give his highness the opportunity to respond to that but to make an allegation on something that you cannot possibly know is rather curious but you have the right to express that view. Let's give His Highness the opportunity to respond. Your Highness, would you like to respond to that? Your Highness? Do we, do we still have the prince on the line? All right. I suspect we have lost that line. I do hope that he did hear what was said there. If you're not, we'll play it again. I want to read a text while we're still trying to reconnect our line to that of the prince. Why isn't what women are not allowed to participate in programming king's funerals? This person didn't tell us his or her name, but we'll give that question to his highness. Another text reads, Good evening, Mr. Lepondona, sir. Where I come from, the ruler, his family, and as of recent, most members of all the 24 communities bury around midnight, just before Okay, women and uh, commoners are free to attend without any restrictions. Rodney from Zumeri. Thank you very much, Rodney. Appreciate your text and WhatsApp. I do realize that um, uh, these um, subjects are very sensitive and I'm noticing that there are a number of other, well, texts that have reflected that sensitivity. Uh, but I do wish to remind everyone that um, we are not here to put any community on trial. We're here to learn from them. Whether you agree or disagree with them is really neither here nor there. You will be allowed to disagree if you do so. That's You're entitled to do so. Do we have the prince on the line? Okay, it seems as though our line to, to the king, to the princes has been uh, uh, disconnected indefinitely. Let's uh, play another voice note for you whilst we're still trying to get reconnected to the prince. Good evening. Uh, thanks for bringing your guests. Uh, I'd like to make a point there. If there are traditions and Christianity at the same function, it doesn't mean the two have joined together. But the one is speaking to his own audience at the same funeral. That is unity in diversity. Okay. All right. I, I understand. <laughs> I imagine that uh, you might pick up on that. Um, uh, the, the, the perspective from where I am curious to prod this matter, sir, and you didn't tell us what your name is, is very simple. Christian theology is diametrically opposed to the Kosa way of doing things. I'll give you an example of that. Christian theology dictates that a person who has passed away has just that, done that, passed away. He has not gone on to another 
place. Remember, we did have these conversations with Dr. Nogozolamdende, giving us some insights as to um, how people are deemed to have gone on to the land of the spirits. So uh, the theology that has been coming out from both the Methodist movement and the Presbyterianism is 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 not the same as that of the many customary communities in Africa, including Amakos. Let's try and see if we have His Highness back on the line. Your Highness, are you there? Yes, yes, I'm here. All right. Uh, did you hear the voice notes, Your Highness, or shall I play them for you again? Yeah, you may play, yeah. Okay, let's go back to the first one, uh, Zelma, uh, and, and are we able to? Okay, play this one. Let's try and get the other one back. Good evening. Uh, thanks for bringing your guests. Uh, I'd like to make a point there. If there are traditions and Christianity at the same function, it doesn't mean the two have joined together. But the one is speaking to his own audience at the same funeral. That is unity in diversity. All right. Uh, good evening. I'm going to play this the, the first no one, Your Highness, so that you can hear the first one as well, and then you can respond to both these voice notes uh, after I play the, sec- the first one. This is the second one. Now I'm going to play the first one. Uh, good evening, brother and I. There is no reason to, for us uh, black uh, or Africans to deviate from the ways, from our ways, how we do things. And say now we give an excuse of saying that we are going with we are moving with time. Why do I do their own ways in their own way in their own culture? Why us blacks now? We just want to follow the white people. We say we are moving with, with time. Muslims are not moving with time. We just want publicity. That is it. Mandulo when in course my kotama. People are not even informed. The, the king was going to be buried. People are informed after two weeks after the, the king has already been buried. Now today, just because, as what the, the, the prince is saying, we are moving time. People want publicity. That is it. Thank you, Norman from Brixton. Thank you very much, Norman. Your Highness, did you hear the two voice notes? Yes, uh, I, I, I had uh, both. You can respond, Your Highness. Let's start with uh, the first one, which you played it last, which is the man from Prince. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, we are a diverse uh, 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 nation in South Africa. Uh, we do things differently, but you may find that if you were to trace our origin, there will be where we, we are one. Uh, you will talk of the Ngunis, you'll find that uh, they come from Nguni, which uh, would be the history that refers me to say what I've said, uh, the history that I've read. Uh, but uh, I won't even uh, dwell much on what he has just indicated to say, uh, no, uh, we want publicity. No, maybe they want publicity from where he comes from. But from where I come from, we don't want publicity. We do get uh, publicity on issues, uh, on matters that affect the nation. So we won't uh, 
uh, uh, uh, try and seek publicity when we are mourning. So it, in a way, it, it comes as an insult, but I wouldn't even want to entertain it. Uh, he, if that's how he see things, let it be. But what uh, he has said doesn't affect uh, the nation that I come from. Uh, on the second one, I would simply say uh, uh, we don't. Uh, dis- I don't disagree with uh, the way in which he sees things to say uh, one six two. For example, if it's a, a, a priest talking to uh, the monarch, then uh, and there's also a traditionalist who's also speaking to the same uh, congregants who are here. Uh, I wouldn't really say we differ much, uh, but uh, I would go with what he says. Okay, all right. Uh, the reason why I, 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 I would want to pursue this one, Your Highness, is uh, first and foremost, Presbyterianism and uh, Methodism or the Methodist movement, they are British concepts from very different theological schools. And I say different from that of and the state of the dead, so to speak, the doctrine of the state of the dead is not in any way similar or even closely related to that of Amakos. Um, you read the text from the Hebrew Bible, which uh, the uh, reformers, John Wesley and the like, and his brother and so forth, Whitefield, th- they believe in the Hebrew way of doing things. And yet we were led to believe, and I could be wrong, you can correct me, Your Highness. I'll give you the opportunity to mull over this and take a break and come back. And then when we come back, I'll give you the opportunity to respond to that. I I was led to believe that the Amakos have got their own way of doing things. They don't need the Hebrew way of doing this, the Judeo-Christian way of doing things. And thus the Reformers, the Presbyterians and the Methodists, those are Reformers. They come from the Protestant movement, which is not anything like the Amakos. So when we come back from the break, Your Highness, I'll give you an opportunity to respond should you choose to do so. Stand by. Naye Lupondwana on SAFM. We're about to conclude our conversation. If you'd like to join in the conversation, feel free to do so. We're about to conclude our conversation. I'm saying this again. It's eight minutes now before we end this conversation with His Highness, His Highness Prince Kanti Sigao talking to us about how and what it is that we call the custom of Amakos and the traditions and and the faith of Amakosa in the manner in which they bury their royals. And His Highness is joining us on the line to chaperone us through this conversation. Once again, Your Highness, thank you very much uh, for agreeing to talk to us. So do 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 uh, respond, Your Highness, if you choose to do so, on this matter of these theological dichotomies between Amakosa and the British. Uh, you know, uh, Naya and your listeners, what I would simply say uh, is that... Uh, I am not that uh, deep in theology as uh, as a starting point. But what I can tell you is that schools in our area were brought by these churches. And as a result, some of our communities accepted, you know, uh, these churches. And they are members or fully-fledged members, and some ended up being reverend. Even today, we do have reverends in these churches who are not from uh, Britain, but who are from the communities we live. 
So for us to say because we do attend these churches and now it would seem as if we have abandoned who we are. No, that is not true. We still practice our rituals. We do have our traditions. We do have our customs. And we still follow what makes us uh, as a Kosa nation, if I were to use that. So each and every nation, you'll find that it does have its norms and standards of how they do things. We are not different to any other nation. We do things the way we do our things. For example, we would have boys who are from uh, the, 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 the British who would want to undergo... Uh, you know, uh, uh, the way we take our boys to the bush. When they are here, they would want to follow the tradition because some have resided with us and they have lived the same life that we are living and they have been buried in the same communities we live. So I wouldn't really want to say uh, we have now abandoned our cultures and customs and traditions. No, we haven't. Instead, we have now joined other uh, uh, cultures which are foreign to us. And we look at what is good from what they practice and what is bad from what they practice. And we take what we feel that it is good for the communities we lead. And moreover, you would understand that uh, you have other uh, you know, I've only mentioned two. Those, those are not the only two, uh, you know, denominations that we follow. Some are now uh, from the Anglican, and they formed what you would know as uh, the Ethiopical Church. And the way in which things are done in Ethiopia are totally different to what uh, the Anglicans do. There are certain norms which are now practiced in Ethiopia which were not there, we Anglican. So you diverse and you make things work for you. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm going to take a call for you, Your Highness, uh, before we conclude our conversation. Uh, let's go to the line. And we do... Okay, I think Bayanda is gone there. We're going to take a call there from Bayanda. Uh, the reason why I'm raising this, Your Highness, is not necessarily about the people, but about the theology that was uh, presented to us by Dr. Mdende when she was clarifying the differences between the African custom as Amakosa and how people have now diluted the Kosa custom. For example, Ecclesiastes chapter 9, 5, it reads, for the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing, and they have no more reward, for the memory of them is forgotten. That one text dispels and disputes anything that would be said, for example, by His Excellency, the former President of the Republic, President Mbeki, when he was doing a eulogy and the elder's speech in both of these funerals, when he was saying, Both these times he said, he, he made references to contradict this very text and he's entitled to I'm not even going to dispute that but what I was bringing to your attention your highness is that the Christian theology disputes the very existence of Amanyangi that is why Naya, I said we take what 
is good and we leave what is bad. I would go to a, to a church service, as an example, on a Sunday. The coming Friday, I slaughter and I talk to my ancestors. What would you then say? We do go to these denominations, but we don't live or do away with what we are or with our customs and rituals. We still continue practicing what talks to us. That is what I was saying. I understand. So it's not a matter of saying that because I have a Bible in my house, then I am... I'm in argument with everything that is in the Bible. You must also also remember that uh, God is not new. What is new is the name. They call him Uyehova. And then we used to call him Ukamada. He's called God. So Ukamada is there. That is why we talk to Ukamada in order for things to happen. Okay. The way, you know, we do pray to Ukamata, we do praise Ukamata, we talk to Ukamata, we talk to our ancestors. And when we talk to our ancestors, we know that Ukamata is there. Okay. I understand, Johannes. I'm going to you know, ask one so last question. This is Johannes. not new. So when we have Bibles in our houses, it doesn't mean that we are in agreement with everything that is written in those scripts. I understand, sir. I understand. Uh, the, the last question, I'm going to ask you to respond to it in about well, 30 seconds, if you can, Your Highness. The last question is about now when the, the, those that have slept, that's how the scriptures put it, but uh, some put it in that way, uh, have, who have gone to the world of the spirits, when they arrive there, we see this uh, teaching that says when people pass away, they move on to the other side. Are they with everyone there? Does the royal sit there with the commoner? Does the young sit with the senior citizen? Does the criminal sit with the righteous? How How is the the sitting that side? 30 seconds, Your Highness, if you can. I do understand it's unfair. but When you talk of that side, you talk of uh, those who have passed on. Yes, sir. Ah, oh, come on, Diamond. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, you know, Mozart, I've never been there. Uh, I, I wouldn't really know. But how I wish that you could share that with us, if you are aware of that. Okay, okay. I was hoping that you would tell us how you understand it, Your Highness. But I'm, I'm grateful, Your Highness, that you gave us your time. I'm going to leave it on that very note. Thank you ever so much, and we appreciate your time, Your Highness. Thank you. Thank you, Naya, and to your listeners. Thank you, Your Highness. That was Prince Kandis Gao from the Royal House of Amakosa giving us uh, the honor of coming to talk to the show, and we appreciate the honor we have been given by the Tosa Nation. It's 8 o'clock, and that's how we're going to conclude our conversation. For me, Nayelu Pondwana, and Zelma is joining us today, uh, who is our technical producer. Have a wonderful evening, and Godspeed.